Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new, original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is News Fighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. Hello, everyone. Welcome to News Fighters for 2020. I'm your host, Dylan Bain. Now, today's episode is a little bit different. We're talking all about the authorities cracking down on Aussie hip-hop. So, on that note, let's kick the show off with a brand new hip-hop-inspired intro I bought online. This is News Fighters Podcast. Dylan where we fight the news so you don't have to. Yep. Best $15 I ever spent. So yes, it's summer, which means hottest 100 parties and summer music festivals. But there's one Aussie hip-hop crew that's not going to be touring Australia anytime soon. Controversial rap group 1-4 has been targeted by police strike force Raptor over their members' links to a number of violent crimes. New South Wales police have told Background Briefing they're even prepared to use serious crime prevention orders to stop shows going ahead. Yes, one of the biggest emerging hip-hop groups out of Australia in recent years had their entire national tour cancelled by the authorities. And if you're wondering why this didn't get much media attention, well, it's probably because the middle-aged news editors in the mainstream media think this is modern Aussie hip-hop. Yeah, Sound Unlimited Posse there from 1992, and in those flute samples set off the hip-hop revolution in Australia. But back to 1-4, and where exactly did they emerge from? They all grew up in Mount Druitt, have Pacific Islander backgrounds, and got to know each other through the Mormon church in Hebersham. Oh, they met at church. Well, their music must sound pretty wholesome then. Let's have a listen. Retaliation is a must. Ain't no maybe ifs or buts. We invest in shanks and shivs, and if there's beef, we take in trips. We got the shanks and shivs on hips. For father burger and cheese, we shoot, they drop like hoodles in not really my style. Feels like it needs some flute samples. But I mean, I, I could be a bit out of touch and old. I mean, my favourite hip-hop song is still De La Soul's 1991 anthem about answering machines. Actually, your name and your number, and I'll get back to you. 
um, ask your parents. Now, it's not just in Australia where One Four are getting huge. They're getting millions of views online for their reaction videos where people react to their songs. One Four are genuinely perfecting greasy drill music that the entire world can listen to. That song was fire. Yeah. I never knew Australia was like this. One Four, I need more. I love One Four. Right now, they're the kings of drill right now. Yes, move over Scott Cam from the block. There's a new king of drill. Sitting back and watching all the millions of views click up on all these One Four reaction videos got me thinking that maybe there's a way I can get heaps of new YouTube subscribers for news fighters if I record a reaction video to these One Four reaction videos. Yo, what up? This is my One Four reaction reaction video. Let's kick it off with this uh, One Four reaction video we're gonna react to. I like One Four. Okay, straight to the message. I like it. Keep going. I'm Australian and I like kangaroos. Thanks, man. Cheers. All right, next clip. Fam, a man said they got a G-Wagon in the video, bruh. I have no idea what he just said. Anyways, that's my 1-4 reaction reaction video. Hit subscribe. Yes, move over, PewDiePie. I'm the new king of potentially problematic YouTube videos. So back to the controversy surrounding 1-4. They were on the verge of huge fame and fortune a few months ago, and that's when the problem started. Here's the ABC's Osman Faruqi on Background Briefing. The last few times 1-4 have tried to perform, their gigs have been shut down due to concerns about public safety. So they've actually barely played to a live audience before. 1-4's members are now being targeted by one of the country's most high-profile police strike forces. It's a strike force that usually takes down gangs in New South Wales and has put away some of Australia's most notorious bikies, from the Hells Angels to the Comancheros. Yes, despite the fact these guys have hardly played publicly at all, the New South Wales police saw them as being a danger to public safety and pressured venues around the country to cancel their first ever national tour. 1-4 came out saying that the police were pressuring venues, the New South Wales police were pressuring venues all over the country to pull their gigs. Now, justifying it on ABC's background briefing was New South Wales Police's Sergeant Nathan Truman. And if you listen here, it kind of sounds like maybe this guy doesn't want the band to succeed. I'd say there's no way there'll be a performance here in New South Wales, and I'll do everything I can to stop it. I'm going to use everything in my power to make your life miserable until you stop doing what you're doing. Every aspect of your life... I'm going to make it uncomfortable for you. Now, is it just me or did that sound like some badly written, cliched gangster movie parody dialogue? Eh, I'm going to use everything in my power to make your life miserable. See, every aspect of your life, I'm going to make it uncomfortable for you. I'm going to make you enough you can't refuse. Stop playing the hip hop music, see? Eh, so what? Uh, <clears throat> so why is Strikeforce Raptor, which normally targets bikey gangs and organized criminals, going after a hip hop group? Well, it might have something to do with their criminal records. Selly is one of the original members of 1-4. He's been in jail for the past year, waiting to be sentenced on robbery and assault charges. In July 2018, he and two other 1-4 members, Lex and YP, were arrested after a pub fight in Rudy Hill. The young blokes involved with the rap music, they've definitely been um, involved in incidents of um, uh, phrase and all that stuff. You could definitely draw a comparison between the lyrics and offences that have occurred. And do you see them singing those lyrics? Does that contribute to the ongoing tension from your perspective? Yeah, absolutely. I, I believe it incites the violence. Yes, Australian authorities cracking down on this violence inciting hip-hop music. 
But don't worry, you violent inciting neo-Nazis, you're fine. A neo-Nazi concert featuring white supremacist bands is set to go ahead this weekend in Melbourne, despite widespread opposition. Dean Felton's at State Parliament this evening, and Dean, the government seems powerless to stop this event. Now that concert will be held in a secret location somewhere around Melbourne, and it will feature a band that sings about killing immigrants. Yes, what a surprise. The white supremacists win again, and as usual, without even really trying. Now, it's probably no surprise to you that I can't even pretend to be an expert in drill music. But as far as I can tell, violent macho gangster stuff's always been a part of hip-hop, going all the way back to artists like N.W.A. and Public Enemy in the 90s. I mean, even these white Northern British YouTubers will tell you, the whole macho violent thing is all part of the drill act. It's like you have to look f***ing violent. To, be, to bring out a drill. Yeah, look, even Ringo gets it. To be respected and successful in the world of drill music, you got to look and act a certain way. I mean, what's next? Are they going to crack down on reggae music because they sing about marijuana? Or crack down on Kenny G because he does sax solos? Anyways, the overreach doesn't stop there. New South Wales Police told me they even contacted streaming platforms asking them to pull 1-4's music. No, don't do that. Then they won't get their 34 cents in Spotify royalties. Look, all this might come down to just a simple matter of confusion in that the New South Wales police think song lyrics are instructions. Essentially, we're saying that the the music that they're promoting is inciting violence. But then they turn around and say, oh, no, we're not involved in that stuff. We're just singers. Well, which one is it? I guess their defence to that is that they're making art about what they've experienced. What's your response to that? So it makes it all right. That makes it all right. (laughs) It doesn't make it all right. Wow, doesn't this guy realise song lyrics aren't literal? I mean, last I checked, the Beatles didn't live in a yellow submarine, Khalees probably didn't have a magical boy-bringing milkshake, and Starship didn't literally build a city. I mean, God help us, this sounds like the kind of a guy who'd put out a homicide warrant on Johnny Cash when he heard this song on the radio. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. And why didn't the New South Wales police shut down Nick Cave's concert at the Sydney Opera House last month? I mean, he's got a whole album of murder ballads. Stick filled him full of lead. I mean, aren't New South Wales police scared that Nick Cave's gruesome lyrics will incite people to violently murder their lovers down where the wild roses grow? So all this made me realise I think I have the solution for 1-4 if they want to perform their songs in concert again. Listen up, guys. It's time to white face up, grab some banjos, and pretend you're a bunch of country musicians. I mean, your lyrics won't even seem that out of place. Retaliation is a must. Ain't no maybe ifs or buts. We invest in shanks and shivs, and if there's beef, we take in trips. Now get down when I grip that steel. Hands up when I bring that hammer. Hands up. See, that just proves two things. One, violent hip-hop lyrics sound fine in a country song. And two, I can't sing. Okay, so the country music thing, that's clearly a joke. One Four shouldn't be forced to change their content by the New South Wales police if they ever want to perform again. I mean, that would be completely ridiculous overreach by the police. Oh, no, wait, it's true. The music changes its tune a bit. Mate, I've got no problem in saying you can now perform in New South Wales. And if all this sounds familiar to you, it should. 
because in both China and Russia recently, they've been cracking down on hip-hop too. China's rap revolution will not be televised. Censors have been cracking down on the country's fairly new but very popular rap scene. Here in Russia, he had a couple of concerts that were cancelled, a couple of concerts uh, that were stopped because obviously some of the local officials didn't like some of the lyrics. Yes, China cracked down on hip-hop in 2018, but it returned in 2019 officially state-sanctioned and with a pro-government message. Because if there's one thing hip-hop is known for, it's being pro-establishment and pro-government awareness campaign. The power of Chinese people in China are gradually proving that we can make a better world is real peace and harmony. Through developing mobile payment, we can now use apps to pay in nearly all the situations, even to make employment with the doctors. Yes, pro-China rap group CD Rev there with definitely the best hip-hop song about improved technological payment services at the doctor's office since the Beastie Boys hit, you gotta fight for your right to use your Medicare card. But the biggest musical crime CD Rev made was sampling Donald Trump in their anti-Hong Kong independence song. Well, something's probably happening with Hong Kong. And they're vice president. Because Hong Kong is a part of China. Yes, the ad wizards in China, they're clearly influenced by the massive 80s cultural phenomenon that was rapping Ronnie Reagan. Brother Ron Reagan has hit the ground. Gotta believe he's the dude of the hour. Got the glory, got the power. Ronnie can communicate, the cat can rap. I even let Nancy sit on Mr. T's lap. Yes, that's an actual song from the 1980s. Ask your grandparents. Back to 1-4. Now, according to musical expert MC Dopey Top Cop Nate Dog Tree Truman, he knows exactly what 1-4 should rap about. I just don't see why it has to be around violence. Why can't they sing about something else? Changing your lyrics a little bit so that you're singing about, like we said, yeah, it's tough to live in Mount Druitt. Sing about that. Speak about how brilliantly beautiful your wife is. I don't know. I'm not a songwriter. Oh, yes. Hot tip. 1-4 should write a drill song about how beautiful their wives are. Yes, that'll work. That sounds weird to you. That's because you don't know what drill music should be. Here, Sergeant Truman, spin your favourite drill song. You're beautiful, it's true. <coughs> yeah, dope. Okay, look, in summing up, we admit it's a complicated issue. Of course, convicted violent offenders have to serve their time. But last I checked, no one stopped in and told Mark Chopper Reed he couldn't write a series of best-selling novels. Look, in a democracy, as far as I'm concerned, it's a civil right, if not a human right, to be able to express yourself and make music and perform that music. And it shouldn't be the job of a sergeant from an anti-bikey gang task force to dictate who should and shouldn't be allowed to perform music and then try and dictate what the lyrics of the songs should be. Speaking about how brilliantly beautiful your wife is. I don't know. I'm not a songwriter. Okay, I admit it. I don't really get one for his music. I'm not a fan. There's not enough raps about answering machines for my liking. But to paraphrase Voltaire, I may not approve of what you say, but I will defend your right to the death to let Live Nation and Ticketmaster charge $61 a ticket and then take most of it in fees and charges. Authoritarian regimes like Russia and China love cracking down on hip-hop and youth culture. But Australia... We shouldn't follow that path, because otherwise, in five years, Aussie hip-hop's just going to sound like this. How good is mine? How good is mine? The resources sector is one of Australia's great national assets. How good is mine? Strong and growing resources sector is an essential element of my economic plan. How good is mine? 
Okay, that's News Fighters for today. Our first step for 2020. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Dylan Bain. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch this episode or our 1-4 reaction reaction videos or our music clip of if 1-4 was a country music song. Also, subscribe on your podcast apps and all our stuff's on our website at newsfighters.com. Thanks for listening. Keep fighting and bye for now. This is News Fighters Podcast. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. 